You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, John McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. John, let's get it started. You always start us off, so fire away. I'm going to start on what I wrote in my column on SportsRadio610.com on Thursday about the defensive line that just totally manhandled the Titans. The Browns are missing their top three tackles. They're all on IR. And their guards, uh, Joel Batonio and Wade Teller, probably the best in the NFL, both are out, uh, not out of the game, but out of practice with the injuries. They're playing hurt. So this defensive line led by Jonathan Grenard and Malik Collins. Both those guys were pretty incredible at Tennessee. They've got to have a similar performance you know, Sheldon Rankins played very well. D'Amico talked about him on Wednesday, how much he's meant to the line. And then the right end, Derek Barnett, played 34 snaps more than he played all season, including his first 11 games at Philadelphia, where he was number one pick. He had a sack. He had two tackles for loss. He had two knockdowns of Will Levis. He played very well. It was in his hometown. The state where he went to school at Tennessee, but they need him to step up again for Will Anderson Jr. and have a similar kind of performance and put all kinds of pressure on those tackles. One of them is Gron Christian. Yeah, who is in the Texans practice squad earlier this season. So that's where that's where he kind of ranks in the <clears throat> among tackles in the in the league right now. John, I was pretty proud on Texans extra points this week. Um, I've, we filmed it yesterday. Um, I was pretty proud of this nickname that I came up. Are you a Sopranos fan at all, John? Are you, sure. Uh, Jonathan Grenard's new nickname that I coined for him. Johnny Big Pussy. John, no, no, John, stop. Johnny Sack. That was a nickname. I know it was. I know it was, but the, the 90% of the audience might not know that John. <laughs> but that's but the first the, nickname when I think of the Sopranos, that's what I think of. But yeah, what do me you too. Got? Johnny Sack. He's Johnny, Johnny Sack. Sack. That's a good one. That's pretty good. It was 12 and a half sacks. That's real good. You should, yeah. you should be proud of that. I told Van, I texted Vandermeer. I said, I want you to have this, Mark. I want you to use this on Sundays. Yeah. Better um, enjoy Johnny Sack while he can because somebody's going to offer him a lot of money. Somebody's going to offer him a sack full of money. Sack exactly. of money. That, I like that's, that. That's, he'll, be Johnny, he'll be Johnny Bags at that point. 
<laughs> uh, all right, John, my first one in the six-pack here, um, the Texans' corners. Derek Stingley Jr., Steven Nelson. They've got Amari Cooper over there. They've got Marquise Goodwin, who I completely forgot about, but he had a big play this past week in their game against the Bears. I truly think the Texans, I, to use your point on the run game and the defensive line, I think they're going to shut down this run game. I think they're going to put this game on Joe Flacco. And I think the only way the Browns really do much offensively in this game, not doing much offensively, might still win this game because the Browns' defense is really good. But I, the, to me, the only thing where the Browns really get – get some serious positive momentum offensively is, is with big chunk plays down the field to Amari Cooper or to Marquise Goodwin or any of the wide receivers. Just keep – force Joe Flacco to get 10 or 11 or 12 play drives because I think that defensive line is going to force Flacco into some mistakes in this game. I think they're going to hit him like they hit Will Levis in the Titans game. But you got to have the coverage on point. you know. So I'm putting it on really the whole secondary, but specifically those corners because they're going to be the ones – and probably Jalen Petrie too – chasing these guys they're going to take shots downfield with that big arm with joe flacco and that speed on the outside if he can get time to throw he's a six six pure pocket passer that's very attractive to pass rushers i think didn't we figure up Derek carr was the last pure pocket passer they played yeah. that was october 15th yeah. and they also have uh elijah moore a wide receiver and rookie Cedric Tillman. They're four deep at receiver, but their leading receivers tied in David Joku, and he catches the ball down the field. And you know the problems tight ends have created for the Texans. Yes, yes, absolutely. They're so going to miss Blake Cashman in there. They will cover. miss Blake, no doubt. They, they, Cashman's their best cover guy, absolutely, absolutely. What do you got next, John? Devin Singletary, three 100-yard games, 3-0 and record. Uh, we didn't see that coming because they'd been terrible – running the ball in three consecutive games and most of the season. The yardage they had was second most this season. He had his second best game. They only gave Damian Pierce the ball one time. That was smart because clearly Singletary is the better runner. And he also is a good receiver, which he showed in overtime. So I imagine to offset a pass rush, Miles Garrett leads them in t with uh, 12 or 13 sacks, but he hasn't had one in four consecutive games. And Ogbo Garonquo, who was there last year, is number two with yeah. four and a half. Case Keenum is going to have to utilize that running game. He's going to have to utilize Singletary's receiver because he's not going to throw the ball down the field like C.J. Stroud. He's going to do a lot of check downs and a lot of short passes, especially because he's got to get rid of the ball fast. No doubt. No, And that leads into mine. By the way, Nick Casario said on his in his interview with – John Harris and Mark Vandermeer this week that he thought a big reason they ran the ball so well this week was because of Case Keenum. You know, seeing what the defenses were doing up front with Miles Garrett moving around up front for the Browns. That I mean, I'm look, I CJ Stroud's a better football player than Case Keenum, period. End of subject. But there are some things, maybe specifically in this matchup, that Case is able to do as the veteran that might lead to the Texans having a little more success in other facets that, you know, like the run game and the protections that maybe CJ's 13 games in is just not up to speed like Case Keenum is yet. So that, that part gives me a little bit of optimism. As far as my bottle in the six-pack here, Dalton Schultz, if you're getting it out quickly, it looked like Case was building a little something with Dalton Schultz in the second half of that game, including a catch Dalton Schultz made that might have, excuse me, might have saved the season for the Texans where he wrestled the ball away from, um, from McCreary, that DB for, uh, for the Titans. So I think Dalton Schultz, if it's going to be a quick hit type of passing game, Maybe both tight ends, Dalton Schultz and Brevin Jordan. I know Brevin missed practice with an illness on Wednesday. We'll see what the report says today. 
but definitely Dalton Schultz is a big one for me, just based on the 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 what you said, John, the nature of the passing game and how that's going to have to be this week. I think because they'll utilize him on short and intermediate routes, and another reason to get rid of the ball quick. I think you're looking at a big game from Schultz. Yep, absolutely. What's your last one, John? My last one is one that uh, you used last week that turned out to be prophetic. It's going to be Kaimi Fairbairn. Mm -hmm. Comes back from five games out because of a thigh injury, and he kicks four field goals, including 53 and 54 as time expired. I think it's going to be a close game. Odds makers, as you pointed out, have it at three. That means a field goal is going to be the difference between him or Hopkins. Yeah, I, I think Kaimi was great. Special teams player of the week, as we anticipated. So our fifth Texan who is the who, who won a player of the week award, the fifth one, um, fifth different player. They've had five player of the week awards in a season before, but the last time they did it, Deshaun Watson won three of them. <laughs> so this is five different players, two defense, two offense, and a special teams player. I think that, that's sort of a microcosm of what D'Amico Ryans has been building here. One of the questions that Drew Doherty asked on the – extra points episode that I did was who's the most unsung member of the Texans defense. I'm like, I feel like the whole defense is a bunch of unsung guys, you know, like Will Anderson's probably the biggest star based on his history at Alabama and the great rookie year that he's had. But I feel like there's not a ton of, you know, Stingley's a star player, but he hasn't played a ton this year yet. Um, I've got one. Go ahead. Who would your answer be? Sheldon Rankins. Yeah. 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 D'Amico really wanted him, pushed for him because he played in his system. And as he yeah. talked about on Wednesday, he knows the system and he's really smart when they charge up the field of being aware of possibility of draws and screens and using an example in the game against the Titans where they tried to catch him off guard with a draw and he read it and made the tackle in the backfield. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, mine was Malik Collins, and I almost think you can interchange either of those guys. You know, sort of veteran Guys who've been game wreck, you're not game wreckers to the degree of Miles Garrett, but they've been pocket wreckers at times this year. Um, so mine was mine was uh, was Malik Collins in, in that. But I think D'Amico's really he's got this defense, uh, you know, coming off of this Titans game here. They weren't good against the Jets, but they've largely been good the second half of the season here. So I'm excited to see what they do this Sunday. And the, and the defensive line, the main coach is Matt Burke, the defensive yeah. coordinator. And I asked Miko about him yesterday since it was wanted to know from my column, a guy that nobody's talking about. It was just one game. He, Steven Sims as a returner, a punt returner and a kickoff big. returner did a really good job. He, you know, John, I'll, I'll tack that one on as the last bottle of the six pack special teams. You know, there's, I think this is one of those games where invisible yards, either if you get an interception and you get some return yardage, or if you get, you get yardage in the punt return or the, the kickoff return game. Um, I think it'd be really, really big if this turns into a, I could see this game turning into a field position battle, you know, it's kind of how that Titans game looked last week. I think this game's going to look real, real similar with no CJ Stroud out there and I'll just throw a little sub bottle in as well like a little separate uh, 12 ouncer in the six pack here <clears throat> I will be very anxious to see what the crowd and the energy is like in the stadium on Sunday you know like how 
how Browns laden that crowd is, how loud the crowd is, how, how much Texan fans show up on Christmas Eve, even though this is a massive, massive game for the Houston Texans. You know, are people <clears throat> are people saying, I want to watch it on TV because I got to get to church or whatever the case may be. Um, I would never tell people to disregard God on Christmas Eve, but I would say if you have tickets, you know, at least make sure somebody uses them. How about that? Uh, it, you know, to the point where I, I, I just like to see people in the seats. Like that, that'll be discouraging if there's a ton of empty seats in the stadium. There'll be a lot of Browns fans there because Texans fans sold their tickets before the season started because they thought they're going to be bad. So expect a crowd like the Broncos where there's going to be a lot of Cleveland fans and so many of them live in this area. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, John, what's your prediction for the game? Well, I was going to take the Browns, I think, but I looked at what they've done on the road defensively, giving up 30 points a game and how well the Texans' defense is playing. So I'm going to pick this one. I'm going to think Fairbairn could kick four or five field goals again. So I'm going to take the Texans 20 and the Browns 17. 20 to 17. Okay, John, and I have this written down in my Houston Press preview for tomorrow. So this is no joke. I've already got I mean, I can screen grab it and show it to you. I have Texans 20, Browns 17. I'll take 19-16. No, come on. Let's see. Let's be the same here, John. Let's be twinsies here. Score prediction twinsies. All right? You're going to go 19-16. I see you right You don't want to be twins with me. I see you. No, I don't want to be twins. I'd have to shave my head. <laughs> and your mustache, too. That's yeah. iconic. Yeah. You'd have to grow one. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants that. 